You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Greetings, film fans. You're all very welcome to The Big Review Ski with Omniplex Cinemas and my Omnipass. I'm Owen Doherty, so I am. And this week, I just want to get straight in there and just say a massive congratulations to the three people who have managed to join me. You've all survived January, so congratulations, Justin Stafford. It's not over yet. Well, it's, not it's, not over yet. Not, it's not over yet. Is it not? No, it's the 20 it's 29th something. today. We're never going to make it yeah, to the end of this month. 32 days in oh. this, year, this month. They've added an extra day. Did you not get the notice? Oh, no. Mm. 80 days has We just ruined your link. <laughs> that old, that old home. Yeah. Um, well, congratulations to Justine and Paul and Rory. For being alive. We're Completely just, unwarranted. Make it this far. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah we, we, we need... We, we deserve reward for surviving the first seven weeks of January so far. True. Yeah. Uh, so just two more to go. And the fact that the world has been struck down by the coronavirus, but you've mm-hmm. all survived that as well. Mm-hmm. <coughs> that monkey from Outbreak and you and <laughs> yeah, getting no. back together. Love that monkey, Marcel. Um, how is everybody? Good. Yeah. Good, yeah. Comparatively good. Yeah. To what? You. Last yeah. week. Me? And this week. And this week. Okay, Paul, how, how's things with you? when the fourth week of January is over, the one we have to get through next. Okay. We've got no four bother. more weeks in January. I'll, uh, I'll come back to you. Could be five. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us um, to either congratulate us or wish us uh, condolences for making it or not making it through January, you can tweet us at BiggerViewSki or you can get in touch on Instagram or on... We used to get... Did the phone we? lines were happening last week, yeah. Call in. We're doing this that. Is live. We're doing that. Yeah. The Big Review Ski live streaming to your phone right now this very second. Um, yeah, so do get in touch. Uh, now, though, it's time for The Big Review Ski. Yeah, it is. yeah no, it he sure started. Is. Yeah, I, I know. It's, it's still a long time. Yeah. I'm dying. It's, it's more time long. for Review Ski. It's, now it's time I mean a question. for The Big Review Ski. And it's time for The Big Question on The Big Review Ski. And for mm-hmm. this week's Big Question. How about you stop talking? Watch on the bigger yeah, view, got it. It's over to Justin. Yeah, how about you take a you take a break? Touch of the time. Corona there. <laughs> <do you? laughs> I only had a few miles. Yes. Yeah, so this week, the big question is tied into Rory reviewing the lighthouse. Okay. So oh, not okay. a physical lighthouse, which lighthouse. would be <laughs> a great yeah, or the cinema. But, Favorite um, lighthouses in film. <laughs> so starring Niche, Robert Pattinson, um, he's an actor who I used to always associate with the tween kind of genre film so tied in with that this week's question is what actor or actress really blew you away in a performance that wasn't in the genre they were kind of always stereotypically known so completely unexpected kind unexpected, of like 180 yeah okay gotcha so are bats are we a fan of him anyway big fan you, yeah well big I'll you're fan. Fan. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it took me till I saw a good time to get it and then I thought okay there's something here okay took me a while Roy He'll be a very good Batman, I think. He will be, won't he? Mm-hmm. He better be. Well, uh, yeah. If you're watching <laughs> Robert Batson, right? Yeah, that works. Who did you go for? I never thing? thought I would see the day, but I have to. What? Have to X you for You're this serious? Justine. That could be one of the earliest the, X's we've got. That's it. No, that's almost almost, that's almost every single quickly. one has been. Um, oh, Redeem yourself. Has been. Redeem yourself. So this has been a movie I've mentioned a lot in the last few. Supersonic. if only Uh, so the film I went for in the former is Magic Mike and it's Channing Tatum oh amazing yes so yeah okay Yep, I'm d- yep, you have mentioned it a lot. I just remember I it. Have, yeah. <laughs> it and Hustlers have come up a lot. Yes, exactly. And it's kind of similar to how Hustlers just surprised me with JLo's performance. Exact same thing happened with Channing Tatum here because like, the only thing I'd really known him before this was in pretty pretty bad tween, tween movies. Mm. Like up. She's the Man, Step Coach Up. Coach Carter, Step Up, yeah. Just a lot of cringe, and I did not want to go see this in the cinema. And my friend, um, yeah, my friend was Are very. Are you blind? Eager. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, it's more into the film and the story. So my friend really wanted to go because she has eyes, and we went, and I was really shocked because I was expecting it to be like step up all over again and yeah. him just mm. dancing. But like, one, the level of dance moves he gives off here is incredible, and it was just such a serious performance from him that yeah. really made yeah. me realise oh my god this guy can actually act and in the same year it's that was great you noticed that like during the rest of the film <laughs> no yeah. like to, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I had to watch it like three just... times <laughs> yeah. I mean my friend came out and like what what are you talking about like did you, did you not see he had no clothes yeah. uh, but that was the same year it was in 2012 and he did Jump Street the same year but mm. 
it led him on to then, in 2014, he did Foxcatcher, which just proved, I was like, this man is a really serious actor. So, yeah, that was a film for me that I just never took him seriously before that. And, I mean, he has had kind of a bit of a... He's had a bit of a... He's been quiet. What's, what's he done recently? Ooh, there was another do? step up. Has there been? There's, There's been another Jump, Jump Street, Street, which was the same year as Foxcatcher. Yeah. I was like, how could you get so right and so wrong? You know, that was desperate. <laughs> Hail Caesar was a few years ago. Yeah, there was one with Will yeah. Ferrell. Did he do one of the G.I. Joes as well? John Cena? He's done two yeah. of those. Yeah. In This Is The End for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, that was Gas with Danny McBride and the Gimp, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, right. I can't remember the last. Yeah. Was it what a fairly? He started in a haiku last week. Yeah, that's true. As well, of course, his <laughs> most recent performance. <laughs> Congratulations! Blew me away. Channing that Tatum. Probably his so best wait, whenever you got that one right, oh. do you just write magic Mike every single week? <laughs> Anyway, it was on the sheet. Regardless. It was on the sheet. She hasn't been wrong. Okay. Yes, that's know. true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Women there um, always go for Magic Mike. Yeah. So Channing Tatum, uh, yeah. Magic Mike, which a lot of it was based on his own story, kind of mm, growing yeah. up as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, uh, do it. You know, Alex Pettifer was the other actor in it who, the kid, really, yeah, the kid who just didn't really. In comparison, it made me even good like value Channing even more because I was like this guy is so much better I value you and your <laughs> beautiful body yeah now I don't approve of him with Jesse J not your friend don't, don't like well, that apparently that's over now yeah. it would want so, to be because I but he does sign like off in the greatest <laughs> emails of all time remember his emails to Sony were like leaked and he was like and he just had everything in exclamation marks like yeah like super happy all exactly, the time yeah. well if you were Channing Tatum you'd be relatively I think this dancing will prove why he oh we've got we've actually got a clip of I've got like it was brace yourself if there are small children watching please sit them keep watching the TV so they can see it properly have a look That is hot and steamy. <laughs> Do you know the bit when he's like spinning around and around and around? Kylie mm, like, Minogue Yeah, but how does he even continue walking? Yeah. Continue moving in a straight line after that? His abs are aerodynamic. They give him. Is that what it is? It's like a gyrosphere. Yeah. Yeah. He just walks forward. It's fine. I think we need a film of him and Jello. Oh God. I mean, I'd watch it. I'd definitely we... watch it. Hustler Mike. Yeah. Hustler Mike, yeah. <laughs> there we Make go. it happen, definitely. <sighs> Rory. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid mine is significantly <laughs> not sexy <laughs> for for this week and this week only. Mine is the unsexy one. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Um, There's got to be a link here. I don't think there is. I went with uh, Albert Brooks, the uh, incredibly sexy Albert Brooks, <laughs> oh, yeah. in Drive, um, and everyone probably knows him best from being either <gasps> Nemo's dad, yes, or Hank Scorpio, yes. Or uh, Jacques, the guy who tries to seduce Marge in that one episode. <gasps> oh teaching my god, that voice as well, right? Yeah. Okay. So he's mostly just known for like doing funny voices in comedies or jerks, being kind of like a, a slight jerk in like rom coms or dramas. But in this, he was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Do you remember what he did to, to poor Brian Cranston? Yes, yes. that was horrible. <sighs> That was the bit that stands out more than the head bit in the elevator. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, I think it's his opening line where he's like, he has his hand up to shake Gosling's hand. He's like, my hand. Have you up. seen my son? No. No. Uh, his hands, <laughs> his, he's like, my hands are dirty. He's like, yeah, mine too. It was like, oh. uh, yeah, it's just a fantastic performance from someone who uh, is just normally just. Kind of nice guy. Yeah, just yeah. funny, funny comedy guy. Let's get There's no clip. Albert Brooks. There's in, no clip. In drive. He did this every week. <laughs> Have a look. There he is. He's right there. I can't move this image. It's still is it's literally there. The clip, the bit that you just mentioned. No, because we told Have you before you Roll did that. Have a look. Roll the clip. <laughs> it's not happening. It's a good choice, though. Paul, what did you go for? <laughs> the same. The same one. <laughs> the same one. Yeah, play the clip. The exact same still. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I went for a film that's been mentioned already. Uh, I went for Foxcatcher, oh, but I oh, went for right. a completely different performance, which is Steve Carell, who I would have known first off as a reporter on The Daily Show, John Stewart, and then he would have done uh, uh, Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty, and just sort of, and then The Office, of course. Hang on. Yeah. Anchorman. The Daily Show is a reporter. Yeah, he was yeah. one of the roaming reporters. Bruce Almighty is a reporter. Yeah. yeah. Anchorman is a reporter. There yeah. you go. 
the heck? A fox catcher. He's, he's <laughs> We're a, reporting on it now? He's a reporting <laughs> wrestling coach. Live. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I remember because I thought like I had him earmarked for that kind of goofy comedic persona. But then I saw this uh, true story and it just blew me away. Not only like physically, but the fox catcher, I think, kind of split people because it's not a very showy drama. It's all about subtle looks and nods and silences and just uncomfortable tension. Uh, it's based on a true story where Carell is John DuPont who kind of creates a school of wrestling and he brings in uh, Mark Schultz, Channing Tatum, who just said was great in the film, and he is great, and uh, Mark Ruffalo's in it too. And he sort of, he, he's, he has failed ambitions to be a wrestler himself, Carell, but he's living through Tatum and he's kind of grooming him and it's, this, it's never overtly mentioned but there's a creepy, ominous tension between them. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth in real life in terms of was he trying to take advantage of him in a different way and it's just it's a very intense psychological drama but in this scene it's just one of the most awkward conversations he stands up in the room of the of the wrestlers he's teaching and his mother's there and she knows exactly what he's like and it's just it's just it's so weird the, the vibe in the room but Carell just plays that character just gets under your skin you know like if you see a film 20 minutes after or an hour he's still on your skin you just need to you just feel like you need a steel brillo pad to scrub him off but I think since I think it's a really important film for him because since then he's gone on to do the likes of Vice and he's done Big Short. And I think for most comedians, they need that dramatic role to just break free of what people see them in. And for me, I thought he was absolutely brilliant in this. And here he is creeping up everybody in Foxcatcher. I want you to be champions in sport and winners in life. And also to be good citizens for America. Garcia. A couple basics. This is one that generally works for me quite well. Arm drag, right to left, left to right. Rip it across. And as I do that, you see this portion. And I can move right in. Again. Right to left, left to right. Rip it across. And then in. Got it? Yeah. Do we have that? Yeah. All right, we're tear. That's right, I'll go down. You do it. Okay, do it on me. So get underneath my room. The basic physics to keep yourself wide at the bottom. Just crazy rich person with loads of money. That's it, and get to do whatever they want. Um, essentially, drug, and drugging young people <laughs> up and getting them addicted to coke. That's Absolutely. great. I remember going to see that in the cinema, and there was people going, and "Be like, Channing Tatum oh. was in it." Exactly. Yeah. They're like Steve Carell. Channing, it'll be a comedy. It'll be great. <laughs> Halfway through, five people got up and left. I was like, "Lads, you just have no idea." They yeah. they were completely. They were like, this is not the film I thought it would be. And it really was not. It's not like it's, not like it's based on real life events or yeah, anything like that. You yeah. know? They couldn't have done any research going into that film. Yeah. No. You forget, like, Mark Ruffalo's in it as well. Of course. Mm. Aye, super. Um, no, great shout. Mm. Um, not dissimilar to both of you going comedy to drama. Um, I went for uh, a guy who, and we've mentioned this run before in 94, he had three absolutely amazing uh, comedies come out uh, pretty much around the same time. And he just took the world by storm. Uh, and it was Jim Carrey in Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber, mm. um, which is unreal. And then after that, got this reputation for being completely wacky and uh, hilarious. And then he was cast in... Cable Guy. Um, Cable Guy was in there, Liar, Liar. Mm. Well, that actually came later. The first one uh, where he kind of went into that more serious role was The Truman Show mm. in 1998, which okay. is just, uh, just a brilliant film. Um, and he's super in it because, of course, it is... There's a lot of funny moments in it, mm. but he's playing the straight man in this really exaggerated world and just reacting to it and like slowly, like, am I losing my mind, basically? Um, and at the time, I was kind of looking back and reading up on um, 
this reaction to him because everybody knew him just for being very, very funny. And everyone was just blown away by the fact, like, oh, he can actually, again, he can act properly. Um, so really short clip here. Um, it's his most iconic line or one of them from the, uh, from the movie. Uh, this is his little uh, greeting to the family next door. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> so Jim Carrey is Truman Burbank. He, uh, yeah, as you said, Eternal Sunshine, number 23. Man on the Moon. Uh, Man on the Moon. He did more kind of serious ones uh, with hints of comedy in there as well. But, uh, but no, Truman Show, because it both holds up like as a film. I think Ed Harris was nominated for an Oscar as well, mm. his performance um, as Christoph. There's just so many. It's so rewatchable as well. Um, so uh, relatable yeah. in today's society. Well, what happened was, <laughs> when I was looking up about the, the film, um, since the movie came out, uh, a psychiatrist in the States has come across a whole bunch of people who believe that their life oh is a reality TV show. And they've actually called that the um, the Truman Show um, syndrome. syndrome. Yeah. Um, but Andrew Nichol, who's the writer of the, the movie, whenever he was told about this, he was like, well... I guess you know you've made it when you've got a disease named after you, so that's brilliant. So he's delighted. The Some Coronas are yeah, yeah. The Coronas, Danny Some from the Coronas, is over the But they said like yeah. one of the one of the guys thought his life was a reality TV show. He climbed up to the top of uh, the Statue of Liberty because he believed he was going to meet his long lost girlfriend there, and that it was going to be revealed to him oh that everybody God. had been watching his life up until this point. It's like no, <laughs> no, that's loser. not the case. <laughs> but um, yeah, Yikes. so Jim Carrey in uh, the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's just like uh, one shade away. They done it slightly differently. It absolutely could have been a horror film. One hundred percent. Yeah, uh, but I would have watched it if it was. So, <laughs> yeah. so here we are. I guess I never <laughs> would have seen the Truman Show. I was only so, thinking when you said that Stockholm syndrome. Would you? Would you say Rory showgirlitis? If that's your disease for your life, for a while, you know, just take it over. <laughs> that is, like it's so close to your own life. Yeah, yeah a, I don't want to make a joke about that. It's real pain. <laughs> it hurts it's too, too much. Too it hurts to the bones. I know what I said. Yeah, I know. I know you know. I know you know. Um, now it's time for the big trailer on the Big Rooster game. For this week's big trailer, it's Rory. Rory Cashin. <gasps> yeah, we've doubled down on uh, Channing. Yes. So we're about to double down on Steve Carell. Yeah. Uh, okay. For his new political comedy, Irresistible, uh, which is written and directed by Jon Stewart, who... He was in the Daily Show. There you go. Yeah. Everything's connected. Bring it out. Circle of life. Everything's just like coming together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, before I get too deep into it, here is a clip from the trailer. We need some way to road test a more rural-friendly message. If you can't live your principles in the bad times, I guess they aren't principles. They're just hobbies. Nice. John Wayne and a tractor have a baby, and all you can say is nice. Really nice. Oh my God, it's so nice. Colonel Jack Hastings is our key back into the great now swing state of Wisconsin. He just doesn't know it yet. Can I be completely honest with you? No bull. Be nice. My daughter's here. That was your daughter with her arm up the cow. So yeah, it's a political comedy coming out in America in. May hasn't got a confirmed release date over here yet, but it does seem like a very uh, important year to put a comedy out about American politics. Steve Carell is trying to get Chris Cooper, who's a local farmer and former soldier, to run for election in, in a particular district that will help the Democrats there. And Rose Byrne shows up uh, as the Republican trying to get the locals to vote the other way, or not at all. Uh, it's also got a uh, friend of the show, Mackenzie Davis from Terminator. Of course. Yeah. And Topher Grace is in there, there's a few others. Uh, but really it's like, because, what's his name, John Stewart, he's directed, written and directed one other film, uh, which I've never got the name of, but it was a Southern American political drama that had like Gail Garcia Bernal in it, uh, based on a true story. Uh, and John Stewart is one of the funniest people around when it comes to the topic of politics. Yeah. So that seemed like Rosewater, it was called. Thank you, Brent. Um, so that seemed like a missed opportunity. So it does seem like this is a much, much, much better fit for him. And the trailer does seem to go back and forth between uh, kind of high IQ politics comedy and also scenes with people with their hands up, cares bums. So mm -hmm. it's got funny. it all. Yeah. It's got all the laws that you want. Taking all my boxes. 
It's a strange name. I'm really intrigued by that. Irresistible. Irresistible. Yeah. For what it is. It's going to come out. It's going to mean something, obviously. Yeah. It's just something that won't make sense mm. until... They see that, like someone will say something it's like that's what we need we need this kind of irresistible mayor or whatever Getting the that's title class. of the movie like, in there like John Stewart's here like, right. yeah, pretty much right. yeah. I think he, hosted, he hosted the Oscars once remember he did no yeah. big fan of John Stewart and the trailer's funny mm. they're funny moments I actually I really like the bit obviously whenever they're doing those news reports and people are speaking from location and in reality they are all beside each other mm. um, but they're obviously it appears they're in different places slightly on screen and Steve Carell just walks in gets mad yeah. Rose Burns and <laughs> confronts her and, that, and Rose Burns looks amazing in it as well she looks as like a Republican a bad guy yeah because obviously John Stewart's a massive of Democrat anyway, so you feel it's going to be skewed pro-Democrat and anti-Republican, which sweet, I bet is. I mean, um, so when's it out? It's out in America at the end of May, and, okay. and their election is November. November, November yeah. I uh, don't know when we're getting it, okay. but I really wish it had to come out sometime this week. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I saw it yeah. right now. Yeah, just yeah. You know, I wish the Irish people had seen it this week, just to be like, oh. Politics, right. Gotcha. Got it. Yeah. Timely. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Happy days. Okay. Looking forward to that. Um, so, Irresistible out at some point uh, in some place. At if you're in, whenever, if you're in, in America, summer. if you're in America for your holidays yeah, this course. summer, go see it there. Otherwise, wait a little bit and you'll see it here. <laughs> you'll find out when it's out. Um, okay. Now it's time for the big interview on The Big Review Ski. And we have a brand new release this week, which is Queen and Slim. Um, really interesting looking film. Again, another one with a brilliant trailer. Mm. Um, but it does star Daniel Kaluuya, um, who is a very, very cool actor, very talented actor. Um, from England, originally? Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, has played a lot of American parts mm. as well. Um, he's popped up in Black Mirror. Uh, he's also been in Black Panther and anything else. Get out. Has get out for as his well. Oscar nomination. Of course. Uh, Sicario. Yeah. Was he in Sicario? He's Emily Blunt's best mate. So he is. That's yeah. right. Um, so he's and actually been on the scene Remember for a while. And Widows as well. Very good Widows. Um, so great actor. So you had a chance to chat him about uh, Queen and Slim and a whole other bunch of other stuff as well. I sure did. So, okay. So <laughs> he plays the lead in Queen and Slim. He's uh, Slim, I guess. Um, and offered to go over and, and talk to him. So I was sitting waiting to go into the, the interview room. Um, and he was, in a, he was in an interview right before I was going in with his co-star, ooh, got it written down, Jody something, Turner Smith. And she's brand new, first time? Yes, she's, uh, a, a she's previously her. a model, also uh, British as well. Um, so he's in there doing the interview. And then out of nowhere, just stood right beside me, was uh, Joshua Jackson. What? From Pacey? Do- yeah. yeah. From, from Dawson's Creek. Creek. What? Unbelievable. And, and Mighty Ducks. And I was, I just Jerry looked up <laughs> and looked and I was like, <laughs> uh, and I just quickly took my phone out. Uh, it turns out he is dating Jodie Turner-Smith. Oh, oh right. Okay. Uh, and he's like, can you, he had a, like a fruit salad. He's like, can you give that to Jodie? <laughs> to you? No, no, no. To, to, uh, to the assistant lady. Hello, random man. Can <laughs> <laughs> you give this to, to Jodie when she comes out? And they were like, oh, she's going to be out now. And Jodie came out and like, they snogged. No, she was she was stunning, but like eight months pregnant. Right, okay. Super Aww. pregnant. Uh, and then they they went off, and then Daniel was like, "Oh, time for break." And, I, and they were like, "Oh no, you've got you've got one more." One more. It's, just, <laughs> it's this, this guy. It's this guy here. And I was like, "Sorry." It's me. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, that's fine." So he he's like, "I just have to run to the bathroom." So I went in and came out. It's all go away. This and is the great. Assistant, the assistant came out, and she was like, "So you've got." Seven minutes. Okay. And I was like, great. It was like, we'll knock on the door and we'll throw our head in when you've one minute left. Grant. Went in. He came in. Started chatting. 22 minutes later, no one had knocked. <laughs> oh <laughs> They'd forgotten we were in there. So we had a very long... You should have had lunch in, together. In, I know. I should have. Very long, in-depth conversation. Um, he probably was ended up interviewing you. It, it, was, it was more of a conversation than an interview. Uh, so yeah, so the whole thing will be up as a bonus feature pretty soon. But the first, right after the clip for Queen and Slim, the first bit you'll hear us talking about is how both he and Jody are two British actors starring in a film that feels particularly American. Okay. Because it's to do with uh, racism, uh, police brutality, uh, and, you know, travelling across America and how black people are treated differently depending on where they are there. Uh, and did that affect the casting at all? The idea of casting two British actors in these two very American roles. Can I ask you something? 
What took you so long to respond to me? I sent you a very well-crafted message three weeks ago. And today, out of the blue, you hit me up asking if you want to grab dinner. What changed? I didn't feel like being alone. Not tonight. So you turned to Tinder. So what happens tonight? Did you think we were going to have sex? Nah, look at you. No. I thought we were going to hang out, maybe get to know each other. Field execute turn signal back there. Go ahead and ask you to step out of the vehicle for me. Could you please hurry up? What did you say? It's just cold. Get on the ground! Keep your hands where I can see Why is he under arrest? What is your car. badge number? Chill, just chill! I'm reaching for my cell phone! Now let's go. Whether you're a brother or whether you're a mother, you stay Cop killers! Cop killers! It was self-defense. Yeah, I think there was, there was. I think when I, I jumped on board, it was kind of like, all right, cool, we really want someone American to play Queen. And then uh, they looked far and wide and Jodie was just right. And um, Jodie's like lived in America since nine years old. So was born in England, but lived in America since nine. So it's that kind of girl, are we going to not let her have it? Like just said, it's like, because where she spent some time as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Like, when she had no control over her life, where she was born. Um, but, yeah, there was there was that kind of stuff. But I think, I mean, our job is to to not be ourselves. So, and to be curious and empathetic and respectful to cultures that are not ours. Yeah. And just got to do that. Like, I mean, if I played your countryman, I'd be respectful to that. And I'd be like, yo, I'm not from there. But I want to understand it. I'd ask the questions and understand the culture and understand the connective tissue. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, where, what speaks to me in the stuff that you've lived and try and lean on that. Do you know what I'm saying? And so hopefully for you, being naturalised there, it would resonate with you. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's all I try and strive for when I'm, when I'm approaching this. And I, I think I can, hopefully I can say the same about Jody as well. So yeah, so he, uh, he knew, like, at the very start, he was like, what part of Ireland are you from? And then in the lounge, he was like, if I was playing where you were coming from. So now I really want Daniel Kaluuya to rock an Irish accent. That would be right. I, he'd be able to do it, no bother. From no Canada about it. to America to England, he can yeah. do anything. He can do whatever he wants. Um, we talked about a lot, a lot of other stuff as well. We talked uh, over the course of the interview, was like, uh, if he's had any conversations with Ryan Coogler for Black Panther 2, if he's yeah. had any conversations with Emily Blunt about Carrier 3. Lots of stuff came up, but one that uh, I had to mention, because he's not on social media at all, is uh, John Boyega said that he really wants to do a Bad Boys UK with Daniel. Uh, That'd be cool. So I was like, you up for it? Yeah. How's that sound? And this is what he had to say. I love John, man. I've known John for like 10 years now. Um, I think he's brilliant, man. Attack the Block is such a brilliant performance. Isn't it? I would love to. I would love to... Um Bad Boys UK already has a, such a fantastic ring to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be fun. But there's Bulletproof, Noel Clark and Ashley Waters. That's pretty similar. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah, man, I, I'd... Uh, I mean, I, I'd love to work with John on something one day. That would be brilliant to see the two of them together. Who would play which part? Oh. Who'd be Tia Leone? I think... Boyega would probably be more comedic. He's I'd Martin say. Lawrence, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. 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 Boyega's yeah. Boyega in real life is like a joker. Like, and cool yeah, he is, yeah. well, Can we not just have Martin still there? Just, I think <laughs> just he, bring Martin. Just so the two guys would pop work. up, definitely. Yeah. They would get a wee <laughs> cameo. They have to do like a, a inter-Atlantic yeah. investigation that police people would normally not have to do. <laughs> And there's probably well, going to be a sea boat there. In the middle of the Atlantic. Yeah. Something this is happened an on this cruise liner. That's Atlantic A body is found right in the middle right between middle. America oh, and England. Yeah. yeah, right in the middle, middle of the waters. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, and, this is taking shape. Like, this is, is working related yeah. to all four yeah. of them. There's drugs, that, that was a TV there's drugs, series. there's a speedboat, yeah. there's cars and guns. Yeah, we'll the bridge, because the body was like half in one side. So this is the equivalent of that, okay. Yeah. Perfect. Sorted. This writes itself. Yeah. Well, I mean, John, Daniel, if you're looking for screenwriters, we're all here. <laughs> Whew. Um, no, that's... And, and we've got Martin Lawrence cameo as well so <laughs> yeah guaranteed <laughs> um, okay looking forward to that and looking forward to a review of Queen and Slim because as I said uh, the, the film looks very very good because mm. it's directed by thank you for this Melina Matsoukas oh. <laughs> Matsoukas I'm so sorry Melina I, <laughs> I, we'll I, I haven't Melina. heard anyone say your name so I don't <laughs> know for certain she's best known for directing the music videos Formation for Beyonce and We Found Love for Rihanna and like loads she did that was film yeah. in Ireland yeah. it sure yeah. was yes and she uh, she did some for Whitney back in the day oh, 
Yeah, See? Uh, uh, so this is her feature film uh, debut, and it's based on a script by Lena Waith, who founded the show, Ready Player One mm-hmm. and Master of None. Uh, and it's kind of, they keep, we were, uh, the publicity around it is like, don't just call this a ba- black Bonnie and Clyde, but someone actually uses that phrase in the movie as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Daniel. Don't say it because we've already said yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, don't belittle it, but also <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Uh, Daniel and Jody are, heading, are on a first date and it's not really going well. And they get pulled over by a racist white policeman and he is not a nice guy and actually ends up almost killing the two of them, but in self-defense, Daniel then shoots the policeman dead. And the two of them are forced to go on the run because it happens in Cleveland where the death penalty is still in operation and she's a kind of high-powered lawyer and she's just immediately convinced, like, it doesn't matter whether it was self-defense or not, you were going to get fried for this. So even though the two of them haven't gotten on well at all on this first date, uh, they decide to kind of go on the run and the entire police force around America is looking for them but they end up creating uh, kind of a rally behind them uh, where black people across America are seeing them as a symbol of uh, rebellion against police brutality and racism in the country even though neither one of them like wants that to be the case so that is the the road trip they stay, they've, they've got a, an escape plan in mind and the film is just following them trying to get there as you know America reacts entirely around them as first dates go it's pretty intense I've had better I've had worse yeah, <laughs> yeah. it does it struck a few chords yeah it was like oh yeah remember that time we, uh, all of Ireland set off her because it was um, it's it's really it really good really romantic <laughs> it's really really and it's really really good some great performances in there some, some surprising ones like Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers is yeah. in there uh, not Will Ferrell Flea. No, yes. Uh, and Back to the Future. And Chloe Sevigny is in there. There's a few just like random casting choices. It felt a bit family guy where it was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> they're guy, in it. Yeah. Um, but they're all really, really good. Uh, and What's it, the director probably knew Flea from, I don't know, like yeah. the music world like, and stuff. It is anyway. possible, yeah. Um, but it looks great because obviously Melina has a fantastic eye for this stuff anyway. And the script is mostly good. There's some one or two like proper go down in history most romantic lines you can imagine. Oh. Like when you hear it, you're like, oh. Oh, 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 that got me. Uh, you had me at, I shot that racist cop. <laughs> that's, that's what does <laughs> yeah. it for me. Um, but there, like, it also is a, a little like sledgehammery with a subtlety okay. every now and again. You just wish you would just kind of relax a bit when it's trying to get across its story. But for the most part, it's, uh, it's really stylish, really well acted, really well told, uh, very emotional, uh, kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's, and it's a great soundtrack as well. So Brilliant. Very recommended. Highly recommended. Queen and Slim out in cinemas uh, this week. Uh, do go and check it out. And we will have the bonus feature uh, with Daniel Kaluuya. Rory's two-hour and 34-minute yeah, interview off. with him uh, will be coming up as well. So keep an ear out for that. Right, what's the next movie? I don't even want to well, hear uh, about it anymore. Uh, well, according to the list, yeah. it's, uh, it's The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. The lighthouse. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. No, oh, she, I remember she tied it in earlier. It was the question. Oh, right. I was like pointing. What's the crack? Yeah, no, no. Are you not happening. <laughs> now, I remember whenever the Lighthouse um, trailer was uh-huh. released and yeah. myself and yourself, Rory, were chatting about it and we were like doing that thing, you know, whenever you pause a trailer that when there's loads of wee fast moving bits, you're like, what's happening there? And what's happening there? We're like, is that a... No, it couldn't be. And then mm-hmm. a lot of that there going on. Yeah, this is, yeah. So we spend you can't days. do that in the cinema. You're like, pause it. <laughs> yeah, pause it. Rewind a bit. What did yeah. your man say? Turn it up. Bring it back. Yeah. I think that was a book. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yes, The Lighthouse, what is it about? It is set in 1890. Robert Pattinson. That's why you were. I get the connection now. I get it now. She yeah. specifically said no, I know. because I said, yeah, of The Lighthouse. No, I know. I kind of zoned out there. And then I made a joke I'm back, about I'm back best now. movie lighthouses. I'm back in the room. How long are you going to have that corona thing, man? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I should have. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're dead now. <laughs> well, um, but yes, 1890s New England. Um, Robert Pattinson is a new hire at a two-man lighthouse that is like completely isolated. The only other person there is Willem Dafoe. Well, I guess three: Willem Dafoe and Willem Dafoe's beard. <laughs> um, it's directed by Robert Eggers, whose last film was The Witch, mm-hmm. uh, which was has some similarities to this one. Um, 
Yeah, it's just it, a storm comes in and it's the two fishermen trying not to go mad from isolation and just it, it's literally a two-hander for the entire thing. Uh, yeah, it's tough to talk about. So okay. here's a clip and then yeah. I'll talk about it some more. And anybody that's watching, you can do that thing where you can't you can't pause this basically. Oh, yeah. watching watching the big reviews going, is that a butt? Yeah, yeah, but, a lot uh, of butt. A <laughs> lot of butt. Uh, this is a wee clip of the lighthouse. What made your last keeper leave? He believed that there was some enchantment in the light. Went mad, he did. Tall tales. But. Do you know you can stay in lighthouses now around Ireland? You know, like Airbnb and that kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's expensive. Aye, but would you why, would you do? Would you would you sleep you in a lighthouse on your own? Why do you know that? I just because there's like. Cause, Have you been googling <laughs> lighthouses on the back? Pretty, pretty much, yeah. After seeing this trailer, big big weird. Where is Willem Dafoe? <laughs> lighthouse. Okay, but you can't. Like, would you stay in this on your own? On my own? No. Will you no. know? No. God no. I'll stay on my own. With yes. Robert you, Pattinson. No. Yes. yes. Okay. Willem Anyone Dafoe? but you, I'd be pretty comfortable with. Yeah. Okay. So harsh. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm used to it. It's grand. Uh, oh no, definitely wouldn't stay on one of my own. No. Okay. He does have the Willem Dafoe esque beard. It's coming along, but not the not the raging intensity. Yeah. Um, Why? What accent does he have in this? Do it. If I know. Do it. No, no. It's like old timey, like almost piratey sounding. <laughs> right. Okay. It was the same as the witch. Where like for twenty minutes, my brain was like, I don't know what Annie was saying. No idea. And it took it took a while to acclimate to. Oh, it is English. <laughs> Got it. Because it's real old, 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 old school like mm. way of speaking. Uh, Pattinson has the same, but he he's an opposite problem. Because whereas Willem Dafoe seems to be shouting everything. Patton says, like, well, we're going to talk about it. You're like, what? Uh, so, again, you have to get used to that. But the two of them are fantastic together in this. Uh, it's very stylish, black and white, and that weird aspect ratio that doesn't fill most of the screen. Mm. Um, he made it for Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's Valencia. Yeah. It's future cinema. Um, and it, it is, it's apparently partially based on a true story about a lighthouse in in Wales where two lighthouse keepers went mad over okay. a, over a week of an intense storm uh, the thing I found really surprising was that's actually kind of funny like yeah. when the film is very aware that like it's very over the top kind of bonkers horror so it, it knows to alleviate it with the two of them just acting the film uh Trying to out masculinize each other, like look how much I can carry, and did the two of them just look real, real foolish doing it? Egypt. Uh and then it will come back and do something creepy and scary. You're like, oh yeah, I forgot. This well, isn't. did it actually creep you out? Um, creepy, kind of. There was no, it's, it's not like there's no jump scares. Um, there's, there's a lot of like, did I just, did I just see that? Is that <laughs> did my brain short circuit there? But, um. But yeah, like it's it's an interesting one. It is good, and it's definitely not boring in any way. And the two of them are really, really good in it. But uh, I, I imagine if someone's like, "Oh, Robert Pattinson's in a new horror film," and you went and seen this, you'd be like, "What? Okay, what is this? It's not. Uh, it's it's very art house, but mm. in a not light house. It's very light house. Light house. That's actually okay. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get take for it. It's okay. It's very thanks, guys. <laughs> well, I guess it's kind of light art house because it's not too hard house. It's light art house. I think that was it just kind of it's mine. Yeah. Mine, mine <laughs> wasn't. Mine <laughs> wasn't a joke. Like, oh, here I come. I was describing Let me the jump film on top of your one. It's fine. Yeah, maybe give yourself an X for that one. So that's the lighthouse. No, not the light art house. Uh, out in cinemas uh, this week. So re- recommended. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grumpy grump. Um, and last but not least, what is our final review for today? Richard Jewell. Oh, Richard Jewell. I really like the look of this. Because mm. you've got <laughs> like sleazy John Hamm playing a nasty FBI agent. I don't know what sure else do. is about. That's all, I, like, <laughs> that's all I spotted. No, so Richard Jewell. Don't um, anything in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So based on a true story, 1996 Atlanta Summer Olympics. Yep. Um, when a security guard found uh, a backpack with a bomb in it. Managed to evacuate the area, save thousands of lives, uh, but then ultimately became 
the number one suspect in the in the subsequent uh, FBI case because um, he he fit the bill of like being uh, like a loner mm. who potentially uh, may have done something like this. So great cast: Sam Rockwell, Sam Rockwell, John Hamm, uh, Paul Walter Hauser is the lead guy. Who okay. you've seen I Tonya. He oh, was Tucker, there. Tucker and Dale as well, was he? Is he I is don't he? know. Was he? Tucker and Dale. I haven't seen that. I thought you said Chip and Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Mike's still on the mic. Um, and then an Oscar-nominated Kathy Bates. Yeah. Who's yeah. the same as Kathy Bates. Like, but with an Oscar nomination. But with an Oscar nomination, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, and um, under Clint Eastwood. And it's Clint Eastwood again. So, first yeah. question, obviously, mm. has he written in two threesomes <laughs> for himself. Well, he's yes. not in it, so no. <laughs> so no. Because who's going to act in there? What's that noise behind camera? <laughs> Clint, concentrate. Keep no for his next film. He's got three. <laughs> yeah. So, right. So that, that's that cleared up. I got no other questions about yeah. this movie. If your interest is dwindled <laughs> yeah. immediately. So what was Kathy Bates Oscar nominated for then? Uh, well, let's, will we do a clip? And then oh, we'll yeah, back yeah, in, uh, yeah. Well, here's a clip. Of and Richard Chill. We'll, threesome free. <laughs> Let's get a new tape going. All right, Richard, here's what we're gonna do. We need a voice exemplar. I want you to say into this phone, there's a bomb in Centennial Park. You have 30 minutes. Richard, you're a national hero now. Thank you, sir. But I was just doing my job. always look at the guy who found the bomb just like you always look at the guy who found the body. Jewel fits the profile of the lone bomber. A frustrated white man who is a police wannabe who seeks to become a hero. We're running it. I forgot Olivia Wilde is in this as well. Well, here's the thing. Oh, Much like Bombshell, the more you know about it in reality, oh, yes. you're like, oh, oh damn. Right. Um, so Eastwood's, he, he, he's really good at making making movies uh, and he, he gets amazing performances out of everyone especially Paul Walter Hauser who's just he's so so good in this and it, it does feel a bit uh, Academy overlooked because it's not an obvious really? Right, yeah okay. like he is really really that good and Kathy Bates just want to give her a hug for the whole film and Sam Rockwell's great as always he's kind of like the comedic relief he's the lawyer who uh, the plucky comic relief <laughs> he's the lawyer who befriends the duel uh, and defends him and he's the only one in the whole world who actually just believes he couldn't have done it as he's being railroaded by the FBI he's like well, it has to have been you and then we get to Olivia Wilde who in the movie in, the movie implicates that the only reason she got she's a journalist who's investigating it and the only reason she got the scoop that the FBI are focused on Jewel is because she shagged John Hamm, right. who gave her the information in exchange for sex. Okay. And the journalist that she plays is, in real life, now dead and oh. cannot defend herself. Right. But oh. everyone who's ever worked with her has immediately come out after the film came out was like, no, 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 well, no, That's no. pretty damning, like, in terms of you're going to put it in a, based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, the whole film is, the bad guy in this film is the media, is journalists. Or... Uh, the FBI who support at the time Bill Clinton yeah. right of course I forgot that Eastwood's a massive Republican yeah he's an <laughs> angry yeah. empty chair shouter at her yeah, who yeah, loves that's right. Republicans that's right, yeah. and the guns uh, and there's another there's another line in there about uh, the NRA uh, which is just like oof okay. Eastwood had a say in that line anyway so yeah like it's it's annoying because it's it's very again very well made very well yeah. told very well acted mm. And it's just not very accurate. So, especially in the case of Olivia Wilde's character, who, when you read, like, I, I did some research a little bit on you, you're like, how? How, did how you could you do that? that to, to, to where this, you are. Yeah, yeah, and it's just, it's, yeah, yeah. It's so just, if it was a standalone movie that didn't happen to be based on a real story, you'd be like, oh my God, this, this is, is a brilliant story. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely, it'd be great. Okay. Uh, but, the annoying bit is the bit that they made fiction has made the rest of the film bad. Okay, gotcha. Um, which is irritating because if, if it was not that, it, it, I couldn't, I'd be like, go see it, it's great. Yeah, but you'll that's laugh, the thing, there's, there's going to be excited. loads of people going into know. it who won't know <coughs> yeah. any of these details because yeah. they haven't watched the big movies. What are you doing? Why you? We're talk, preaching to the conversion. We're trying to help you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do go see it if you just want to... <laughs> If you just like, if you know that going in, you'd be like, "That was still entertaining and well yeah. made." But 
you're morally torn. You aren't usually morally yeah. torn about stuff. Well, I, like I, I, it's the whole separating art from the artist thing. Yeah. I don't want to get too snooty about it, but like, so don't. Moving on now, we've got the next section in the big review. Why you got to no, do no, like no, Why you no, got to no. do it like that? I was just a wee jokey oh, man, joke. I'm sorry. How cold that is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It still Rory sounds like a really. Sold I'm so I'm so sorry. There's no coming oh, back no, from that. Oh. <laughs> was that too harsh? I'm making it. It was too harsh. I'm making a different mark. <clears throat> so um, oh, it sounds like this is good selection out this week. So Richard Jewell, the lighthouse. Oh, and you're gonna um, talk to yourself for the rest of the show. Um, We're blanking you. What was the third? Oh, Queen and Slim, of mm-hmm. course. So uh, a great selection <laughs> out this week. Um, let's change the subject. Uh, oh yes, competition time. So, uh, last week, you may remember, I'm going to put this over here because I can't look at you now. I just feel your eyes boring into me. The tension, um, oh, you can feel it. Uh, um, yes, no one's talking to you. Last We're week's done. massive prize uh, was uh, an amazing Star Wars giveaway. Oh, God, I just yes. made eye contact with him. <laughs> yes! So, that's correct. It's just power yeah. So, we did have uh, a 50 euro voucher for the D350 uh, zone in the Disney store on Grafton Street in Dublin. So specialising in all Star Wars and Marvel uh, merchandise. Such a cool place if you're into uh, those movies. And why wouldn't you be? Uh, and as well as that, we also had five uh, limited edition sets of Star Wars Saga coins, um, collector's items. So we've got those to give away, which is brilliant. That's before we get to this week's prize. <laughs> Um, which is also very cool. But um, there were a lot of wrong answers to last week's high clue. Um, can we get it up on screen there? Just take a quick look. So this was Banks on Banks in Bank, Substitute Aviator, Uncle Ben's Lane's Dad. So the first line, Banks on Banks in Bank, uh, was capital B at the start, obviously. Uh, banks on Banks, another capital B, and then in Bank, lowercase b. Substitute Aviator, and then the final line, Uncle Ben's, Ben apostrophe S, Lane's, capital L, apostrophe S, Dad. So, Do you remember who did get this one last week? <laughs> Rory! Yeah. yeah. All right. yeah. Would yeah. you tell Rory? Would you tell him well done and getting it? Would you ask him what the correct answer is? Because, uh, Rory, Rory, just, you got this one last week. Rory, would you tell Justine last what week you was, think? Last week was a different time, though. It was a different a time. time. We don't, a long time. Do so much has talking? happened. Do you hear yeah. someone talking? So much has happened since last week. I hear someone talking. I don't know who it is. <laughs> so the correct answer was drum roll. What's that noise? Uh, it was, of course, catch me if you can. Wasn't it? I'll just say it out loud. There we go. Look, it says it on screen. At least the TV's talking to me. Catch me if you can. So uh, there were a lot of wrong answers. Actually, people went for Spider Man. Don't know Mary Poppins. Don't know Ocean's Eleven. Don't know. They're all wrong. And some people were actually being. <laughs> Nice to each other in the comments because one person gave they the right answer. Nice to each nice other. To, I know. Wow. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, uh, they submitted losers. the answer, <laughs> and instead of copying them, someone else said, "That was the answer I had." But I'm not going to comment and steal your uh, steal your limelight. Yeah. So that was good. Don't know why you didn't comment because nice you, you, you didn't nice get the right friends, answer. Isn't it? Um, yeah. But we want to say congratulations to our five winners uh, this week. Each of you will receive uh, one of the limited edition Star Wars Saga coin sets, and our final winner in the group will also receive the 50 euro voucher to the D350 zone as well. Uh, so congratulations to Owen Buckley, no relation. Uh, Larry Commons, no relation. Shauna Clancy. Related. Uh, related, <laughs> yes. Uh, somebody with just a super name, Dudley Burroughs. Oh, wow. Dudley Burroughs is brilliant. Amazing. <laughs> Rory, Rory, that's, Dudley, I like that name. You don't get a lot of Dudleys these days. I like Certainly it. not. I live I like on him. Dudley's farm, nickname for our farm at home. Actually? Yeah. And do you have any rabbits there? No. Oh, don't. So no burrows? No. No, okay. just Dudley is. Just Dudley. A man in Aubrey, yeah. Dudley Farrell, my cousin. How are you? <laughs> he didn't win, though. <laughs> no, he didn't. He definitely didn't. And uh, yes, our overall winner, who wins. <laughs> You're breaking them down. There's what? a man in Aubrey. You might get a word out of Dudley. him, Keep going. There's um, the winner of our voucher. And of uh, their own coin set as well is Robin Byrne. So congratulations to you as well. So, uh, yeah, five lucky winners. We'll get in touch with you and get those sent out to you as well. Now it's time for this week's High Clue, though. And for this week's prize, we have got tickets to give away to a preview screening of Birds of Prey, the brand new uh, Harley Quinn movie starring Margot Robbie. Uh, Hugh McGregor's in it. 
Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, Rui Stugger. He's not going to help me out with anything there. Anyway, that screening is coming up uh, very, very soon, so we will have to take a skip away. Okay, we have a look at this week's haiku. We'll get it up on screen. There it is. So, line one, I'm really sorry about everything, Rory. Line two, please forgive me, Rory. <laughs> line three, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I would never apologize. Uh, the real haiku is The prof gets closer. Lola runs from Manhunter, Parisian Pen. So, the prof gets closer. Lola runs from Manhunter, Parisian Pen. Uh, the prof in the first line, capital P, and then uh, like abbreviated full stop after F, P-R-O-F, gets closer. Yeah, Lola runs from Manhunter. And the final line, Parisian Pen. Uh, Paul Scrimmon. Justine, any thoughts? I got nothing. Nothing. What are you going to tell me his answer and I might tell it to you if you're lucky? Okay, show me the the card then. What have we got? You agree with that? I agree with that. Okay, Rory agrees with me. Okay. So that's what we think it is. You're both correct. Don't talk to Rory. (laughs) Jesus. My friend, (laughs) you can't speak to him. Um, Okay, so best of luck with that. We'll uh, put the competition up on Joe as well. Put it out on social and, uh, yeah, submit the right answer. And you could be in with a chance of winning those tickets to see Birds of Prey. One of the most highly anticipated movies of the year. Yeah. Yeah, and coming on next week's show. Actually, there we're going to have interviews. There will be because we're going to have an interview with uh, with Margot Robbie for she Birds nice. of Prey uh, as well. Apparently, she was really nice to Rory. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unlike other people, friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the friend show. Friend of Rory's. Friend of Rory's. Margot well, Rory, Robbie. You got a new friend, and you lost one. So like you know, yin yang. One in, one out. Yeah. Um, so that that's about it for this week's show. Justin, you have a story about your top. Oh, I do. So uh, you asked me before the show uh, where the jumper's from, and it's from Newmarket on Fergus, which is a football and gag club. So I went down there last year and had to do hurling and camogie for the first time in my life. And I got told in six weeks' time you're playing at halftime in the All-Ireland camogie final in Crow Park. I had never picked up a hurl in my life. Not even on Dudley Farm? Not even on Dudley's Farm. And... uh, I played Kabogi with girls all 14, 15. Shout out to the team. You're all legends. And they bought me this top and they got my initials engraved on it. Oh, amazing. As a thank you for doing it with them. And honestly, I cried so much. Like, I had to go down to Claire to do training with them every week. I cry when I get free clothes as well. They were just the nicest group of people. And... uh, I haven't exercised since because my legs, <laughs> I suffered a bad muscle injury. During that, or was this during, during the, the Hustlers? Game. No, during, pull the, and okay. <laughs> during the game. Okay. Uh, and then my next episode of exercise was Hustlers, the pole dancing. And then again, I've learned I just should not exercise. Okay, but still free time. But shout out to New Market Fergus, County Clare. Yeah. Paul, Rory, much. any shout outs that you guys want to do? <laughs> You can tell me. Do you, do, you to, do you want me to give a shout out to on? Or no. do you have anything to say? No, do you just want to wrap it up? <laughs> Let's yeah, just finish okay, this, yeah. okay. <laughs> Listen, thanks a million for listening, for watching. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, uh, leave a review, leave a rating, um, tell your friends. Unfriend un- own, maybe. <laughs> and we will, uh, we'll see you next week. We'll all be here back, happy families. There'll be nothing wrong, it'll be all good. That's a good, that's a good that 15 now. minutes. Yeah. It's a good 15 minutes you've been huffing there. Absolute child. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass.